Hi, my name's Alma, and this is Pastor Jeff, and we're here with the Weekend Extra. And we just started a new series for the new year that's Beginning Guide to Hating Your Life. Yeah. It's a good series so far. Yeah, yeah. Just starting it on the first night. I did have a couple questions that came up while you were talking and explaining things to us. And one of the things that I was thinking about is, what's the difference between a me first life and a personal interaction with God? Yeah, so that's that's straight out of our conversation, right? So we were, we're talking about out of Luke 14 that you know the 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 title, the Beginner's Guide to Hating Your Life, comes out of that passage that Jesus says, if you don't hate your father, mother, sister, brother, children, even your own life, you cannot be my disciple. And so we were saying that 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 word hate, it Jesus isn't telling us to hate people. Obviously, it's a comparative thing. Who who has authority over us? Who governs us? and who's going to define and direct us. And so what I said was for for all of us, who we tend to allow to do that is us. So I trust me, I listen to me, I serve me right. first. Mm-hmm. And that's a me first life. And then if the temptation is just to kind of squeeze God into that, God make me happy, make me healthy, make me make my life go the way that I want it to go. A Christ-first life is us starting with Jesus in that front position and then saying, okay, Christ, you define me. And that's what we often call like a personal relationship with Jesus. So I think I think where that gets complicated sometimes is my interaction with God is personal and I have personal struggles, right? So if my health is failing or my finances collapsed or my marriage is bad or my kids are off the rails, whatever. Like I, that, that is personal to me. And it's probably the thing that is filling my mind and my heart the most. If my kids are off the rail or my kids are sick, I'm not worried about memorizing the old Testament. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm thinking about my kid and, and how to, to help them. And that's what I'm praying about. So a me first life is me saying, God, make my life what I kind of demand it to be. A personal relationship with God is saying, God, here's what's on my heart and my mind. Now, you shape this and shape me the way you want to do that. So instead of God's not real unless he heals me, it's God, if your will is for me to bear this burden of poor health, use it in my life. Uh, God didn't bail me out of my financial situation. A personal relationship is God help me to learn how to be content regardless of my finances and to trust you. Mm-hmm. So it's this personal interaction. <clears throat> it's a close interaction with God but it's not me demanding, so to say, or making God prove himself by doing what I want him to do. It is me making my request known to God, telling him what's on my heart and what's on my mind, but me being willing to be formed and shaped however he wants to do that. Right. And so it can, it can feel like a little bit of a, oops, a little bit of a balance sometimes, you know, and, and I think that's all fine. That's what God's grace is for. But it, it just starts with God, do what I want you to do, as opposed to God, make me who you want me to be. That's the difference with it. Um, the other question that I had was on a 
bigger or higher level. Mm-hmm. Um, if discipleship isn't like um, being the reason to bring and get the results or the follow the rules yeah. or that kind of thing, how do we address that or handle that issue? So it's funny, like most people, when they think about discipleship, they, they actually think about a program. So if, if, if discipleship is kind of a churchy word. So if you grew up in church, they would say, do you want somebody to disciple you or do you want to be a part of this discipleship program? And what they mean is, let me pass on this information. There's this book we're going to go through. There's a seminar we're going to have. Right. I'm going to pass on this information. So now you have this information in your brain and therefore you have been discipled is the idea. And that stuff is healthy. I, I don't. I don't actually want to disparage it. Like it's it's a healthy thing. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not what discipleship is. So discipleship is relational, and it it's looking and saying, I see God's heart. I want to learn His mind, and I want to allow those things to come into my life so that I become who God wants me to become. So. Normally, like we would say, uh, I want to disciple you, you should learn the fruits of the Spirit. I think Jesus would look and say, I want you to be my disciple. Let me teach you how to love. Right. Let me, let me show you what joy looks like and how it plays out in your life. Let me show you how to have peace in hard times, and then you pray for that peace. So instead of like quoting this information, it's observing Christ's life and then learning to live that way so that he is seen in you, right? So in the in the New Testament, uh, a disciple, the goal of a disciple was to be mistaken for their teacher. And that's really shows up in our life more than it shows up in our, our information with it. So this call that, that Jesus puts out in Luke chapter 14, where he's like, you cannot be my disciple, you cannot be my disciple— He's talking about mimicking, loving, reflecting him. He's not talking about keeping these five rules and setting this this bit of information. Right. And it's really what God calls us to with it. So it's not religion. Religion is like something you can memorize and do by rote. Mm-hmm. You know, stand up, sit down, say this prayer. It's much more relationship. I'm going to love what God loves. I'm going to see what God sees. I want to care about what God cares about. And those things are going to define my heart too. Right. As I was sitting there listening to you tonight, it was when you talked about the disciples and they gave up everything. Yeah. And that that was like, it was very impactful. It was like one of those where you're like, I'm got to give up everything because I want to be more like you. Yeah. They surrendered their whole lives. Right. Right. They didn't take a vow of poverty. That's not what that means. Right. Um, they, but they did surrender their, their whole life, and, and that's really the call, that Christ defines all of me. He's not an add-on into my life. He's the definition of my life. Right. Well, this is the Weekend Extra, and Pastor Jeff, and I look forward to continuing this series in the next few weeks to come.